Hi everyone and welcome to episode 18 of the Therapeutic Rainbow and I'm very happy to welcome Emma here and hem Emma is from Soul Sisters Coaching but she can tell you all about who you are. So welcome Emma and thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks Tash, it's so great to be here. I'm really really excited. I must say that this is my little first debut on a podcast so I'm like a little nervous over here but I'm loving it. It's so so cool. I love what you're doing too. So yeah, um, I'm from the Soul Sisters Coaching but we have sort of ended up branching off and you know giving it a bit of a mums on a mission feel. Um, yeah so we we've called it the soul sisters coaching because you know we're very much into um mind body soul and i think all of those three things play a massive part in women's mindset and not just women but mums um so yeah we are on a mission to help as many mums as we can with their mindset get themselves back into a place where they truly love themselves they're putting themselves at the top of that priority list um and they are coming from a place of you know frantic everything's frantic for a mum like you're just from here there and everything yeah. everywhere and you don't know whether you're coming or going you never have any time to yourself um and then you feel guilty about having it so yeah. it's um yeah that's kind of where we're sort of at and what we're doing um, we're really excited um I obviously I'm not the only person in the business my sister Jo um is also a mum of two boys I'm a mum of one girl so yeah that's kind yeah, of so how did the business kind of first start really what's your background where did this idea come from because I know as a mum we were only talking before we recorded about how much I fitted in between now and what is it 10 o'clock yeah. how many jobs can we do so where did it come from <laughs> the never-ending to-do list I love yeah. it I don't have to-do lists anymore I have a ta-da I love that I'm gonna ta-da <laughs> my life now because I literally um, tick off, you know, the things that I've done and I'm like, ta-da. So I don't do to-dos anymore. They're ta-das. Um, so where did we come from? Um, so I, my background is in events management and um, parties and running weddings, wedding planning, um, retail, corporate, very corporate sort of house fronting. Yeah. Um, facing and then when I had Lacey um I I'd set up a business as an events manager and we had a, I had a marquee company and obviously um that went on for a good few years and we were doing really really well and um, but I always knew that once I'd had her that I needed to get into I needed to overcome my I had postnatal with her yeah. and it, it went on and it went on and then that developed into even bigger depressions I had anxiety of I didn't want to go out the house so I always knew that I wanted to somehow when I got over that I knew that I needed to help other mums do it too so that's kind of where it sort of stemmed from um but on the basis of like having a different business I was really sort of trying to work on myself and I didn't really know how everybody kept saying to me you need to just you know get in the zone it's all about mindset and I was like yeah but what is that yeah what is it and I just couldn't couldn't get it just didn't get it the penny did not drop for a long long time and I had postnatal or I had depression and anxiety for two and a half years with Lacey so yeah that um that that was hard and Absolutely. 
and I don't think that there I never felt that there was enough help I never felt like um, you know you speak to uh, your health visitors and they're like well what support can we give you and you're like well what support is there yeah well what would you need I don't know you tell me what there is because I don't know what there is I don't know how I should be feeling and is there a should that you should be feeling or is there actually you couldn't it's okay to feel the way and not to feel guilty about it yeah and I don't think there's that manual for how to change a nappy how to feed a baby but there's no manual for what that bond's supposed to look like and I think there's so much out there about how you're supposed to feel this wish of love the minute that you give birth however that might be or the minute you have a baby and sometimes it's not there and it's where do you get that from and as you say how do you know what's normal and what's not yeah and I think for me that was the biggest thing I'd always wanted to be a mum like I was well Lacey's four now and I had so I was like at mid-30s when I had her and I had always wanted to be a mum and I had this expectation of what being a mum was like and how that was going to make me feel and then I went through the most awful pregnancy put on six and a half stone had toxemia borderline preeclampsia um I was the size of a house I went from a 12 to a 24 and I just hated every minute of it and then the birth was just atrocious like I had five days in hospital just trying to get induced and then when I eventually did I didn't dilate so I was then 16 hours in and I had an emergency c-section I had to have an epidural the thing that I didn't want because I'm petrified of needles and it all just went wrong yeah I can yeah I'm a 52 labor hour labor over here I can totally see that yeah I remember laying there on that table being stitched back up and thinking to myself is this is this what I'm in for like is this how I'm gonna feel for the rest of my life because I just I want it to end like and that's how I felt and I just was like and I should have been so happy at that point and I wasn't and I just I couldn't express that to anybody because I didn't want people to think to me oh you horrible like you horrible moo like you should be feeling so happy and all I felt was I just I wanted to be it to be over that feeling of dread that feeling of like anxiety of how this is going to pan out and like don't get me wrong I still have bouts of that now but I know how to control it and there's a there's a difference I didn't have a bloody clue I just walked into it like I should be feeling this way and I don't so I must be a bad mum yeah and as you say it comes that guilt and that like I talk a lot on the podcast and one of the main missions for me is that guilt getting rid of that guilt getting rid of that kind of worry oh what am I doing why am I going for a run or why am I doing something for me or why don't I feel the same way as other people and actually it's your picture your world yeah taking control yourself 100% and I think it took me and I went home then and I put on what I called my mum mask so I had I was giving med I had seven days in hospital then then I went home I put my mum mask on and I was like I was okay to the rest of the world I was fine and it was it was a a time I was in stood in my toilet and I actually had decided to throw my ex-partner at the time a birthday party four days after me getting home from hospital we were having a birthday party for him because I was up to my eyeballs on medication taking the full dose of everything because nobody had explained to me it was pain related so I was taking the full dose of all of my medication I walked to the shops with a pram like on the day two I was like, yeah, I'm fine. No, like, I just 
do you know what I mean it's like yeah. mental it's just crazy and then I I remember standing in the bathroom and I'd invited all these people around and I was being the hostess with the mostest like I've always been and I stood in that toilet in tears and I was like what have I done like what have I done I've just I've got no time for my I haven't even processed that I'm even a mum yet and I'm yeah. just throwing a party like what the hell and then I remember at my ex knocking on the door and he was like Emma you coming out and I was like He'll be there in a minute. And I literally, I splashed my face with water and I was like, pull yourself together. And that was it. The mask went on. And that's how I remember it. I called it my mum mask for a very long time. And I don't think I ever looked at it like that until sort of later on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just absolutely crazy what we put ourselves through mentally because then we don't feel like we can talk about that because we feel like we're going to be judged. And that is through, through perception of what we've been brought up with you know and the people that we've got around us and they're not bad people it's just how we perceive everything Absolutely. and what our minds are doing to us and again it's that especially now that social media yeah. kind of way of being and that kind of instagram versus reality and actually do you put the bad days up there or i know i do it you might take about 20 photos of the same scenario and you only put the best up there mm-hmm. why is that why are we conditioned to be that way um the thing is is we've had years and years of conditioning through whether that's through social media through parents through the families that have brought us up and into this world that conditioning is becoming from this place of being perfect and there is no perfect and there's pressure there's expectations and there's pressure that's put on us and 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 it's a level it's not just like one thing with beliefs like so your belief system is built up you um you, you base your beliefs on what you've been taught and then you build pathways within your brain that are going to tell you whether that thing is that you that you've always done is the right thing because it's like your brain I like to call it like a filing cabinet system so when you're doing stuff um, it brings out this little filing cabinet and it'll go no no hold on a sec don't do that because you know so and so doesn't do it like that and they think that that would be really bad if you did that and you just there's voices in our heads like it's okay it doesn't make us schizophrenic to say that we have voices in our heads we can speak to ourselves we can hear ourselves like that's that's an oak that's normal we all have that um it's just understanding that we can have a control over that really and I think when I grasped that was when everything really changed for me um and it just opened up a new world of possibilities like it really did and is that where I get and that's where Soul Sisters came from yeah so last year obviously Covid hit um I had a marquee company and it went to the wall I'd worked you know three and a half years on it and it just it unfortunately it didn't look like it was you know going to survive the pandemic to begin with you know we didn't really know what was going on and we just shifting events and what have you unfortunately then later on during the pandemic I also split with my other half and I became a single parent so yeah a lot kind of happened um but because of the pandemic and putting me in that situation of I don't know how my events business is going to go I knew that having worked on my mindset myself, I needed to help other mums because for me, nobody told me like that there's a way, like there's a way for you to control your brain. Like there is a way for you to be able to go, no, actually that is just something I've thought for, for 15 years. It's only a thought because everything comes from a thought. That's where everything starts. So when I realized 
that, you know, and bearing in mind, I'd probably been on a journey for about 18 months previous to that of finding myself. Yeah. Um, when I met a law of attraction coach, actually, and she got me into the woo. Um, and I started on that first. And then I realized there was science behind this stuff. And I was like, oh, God, this is good. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I literally, yeah, then obviously, the soul sisters was born and me and my sister became closer together due to various reasons family wise and we decided to join forces um i'm a certified coach you know certified life coach and life purpose goal setting mindset like literally everything under one umbrella so i did all my training and what have you and that's where it's all come from and we were like we've got to do this there's too many mums out there not for us to share this information it's not fair like we can't hold this to ourselves because it has changed our lives yeah and is it all online based so you can reach even more yeah so we we've literally got we actually had some ladies in our last challenge that were in australia so it was amazing Amazing. yeah it was really cool so the fact that we can do it all online is just you know brilliant everything we do is um you know you come into our world and we just give you everything we've got basically so you have these mums on a mission challenges is that right yes that's right so what we do is um we run five day challenges where we give our services for free for five whole days and we take mums from that feeling of overwhelm not knowing who they are not, not being able to like you know, we've had mums in there that weren't getting dressed for five weeks at a time because they were just so down on their knees and depressed with everything that was going on and couldn't pull themselves out of this rut to them getting up at six o'clock, having time for themselves before the kids, like absolutely smashing daily tasks out the water. So we, it's it's a kind of a combination of, we get you organized, we get you back into a place where you feel like the ta-da list is actually getting done. Um, And also we work on all those inner demons that are in your head telling you that you're not good enough. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I have still friends that laugh at me that I get up at half five, six and they're like, but why Tash? I was like, because I have a hot cup of tea all by myself they're like but what do you do I thought I watch trashy telly and I don't feel guilty about it but the tea (laughs) is hot yeah the tea is hot and it is mine that's yeah and then my Anya started coming down a bit earlier and I'm like shh mummy Mummy time I love that love it I think we have to make that time for ourselves because and people are like oh my god half five like why would you do that to yourself well why wouldn't you like versus getting up at half five having an hour to two depending on how my little one sleeps to myself to reflect sit with a hot cup of tea sit with a face mask on if I really wanted to like I do I meditate and I journal um and I do visualizations and all kinds of stuff now but I never used to it was just getting up and having a hot cup of tea to begin with versus running in at you at seven o'clock in the morning, jumping on you, kneeing you in the stomach when you need a wee. And then you're like, what are you doing up? You're a bit ratty already. So you're then like on this train of rattiness and you just get rattier and rattier through the day. So for me, it's a no brainer now, but I was there. I was that, I was that mum that was like, I'm not getting up. I don't sleep as it is. I don't get enough sleep as it is. Why do I want to get up at half five? 
Yeah, but it is, I think, as you say, it's about changing your mindset and looking at what you do. And when parents come to me and say, I don't have time, I'm like, but actually it's about reframing your time. And yeah, Um, yeah. some people say I'm too much the opposite way and I try and cram too much in. But actually it's about, I know I can do that and I know I also need to do that. So like this morning, I knew I had to fit a run in between the school drop off and the meetings because it was my only time. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm not that nice mummy if I haven't been for some form of exercise. So it's about actually what do you need and reframing your thoughts. It is total awareness of yeah. yourself. It's like, so it's not just the rewiring. It's, it's the awareness of yourself that you know, and you can hand on heart, sit there and say, do you know what? I'm a bit of a shitty person when it comes to not having my time. When I'm, when I haven't been for that run, when I haven't been for, I haven't taken the dogs out for a walk and enjoyed my walk. You know, there's a difference to doing it falsely and actually going and enjoying it because you know, it's your time and it gives you that time to breathe, open your mind up and, and allow yourself to be the best person that you can be for you. And then that projects out onto everybody else. And I think being a parent sometimes, mums and dads, you think when you're a parent that that's it, that's who you are. And actually you forget who you were before you were a parent. And for me, it was very much my business, my world in terms of work is incredibly important to me. I've worked incredibly hard to get where I've got. So why should I give it up? Because I've got the girls. And actually... I love the fact that rainbows are everywhere. And when they were in school the other day, Anya goes, but Miss Hart or whoever she was talking to, I know all about a rainbow because my mummy's got a therapy rainbow. Oh, that's so I don't know the concept of it, but she knows what mummy does. And she's proud of it just as I'm proud of it. And actually, it's about setting the role model you want to be. And yes, I love the girls and they are my world. But so is my work, so is my running, so is my friends. Yeah, exactly. I haven't forgotten who I was before. And I think it comes back to that parent guilt of what happens when you become a mum. And as you say, you put on that mum mask. Yeah, and I think, you know, my mum is amazing, but my mum was a stay-at-home mum. So my mum never understood why I wanted to go to work when I'd had a career my whole life. Like, if I hadn't had one job, I had four. Like, I always worked. I was like, I want to work. I want to have nice things. I want to do nice stuff. I want a nice car. I want to go to nice places. And that was my life before having a child. And then all of a sudden, I like I dropped down onto maternity pay and then I wasn't getting paid at all and then I was like what is this like I don't this is weird for me like I can't I can't and I'm a I'm a bit of a I like control I like to be able to I know myself enough that I like to be able to be in control of things so when I found out that I could control my brain I was just like yes let's get on this like it's just madness um but yeah I think it's so important you like we are not like we as well because people come to us and they ask well what, what should I do with my child and they're doing this we're not parent coaches like that is not what we are yeah. um, and not what we do but we know that having a good mindset and being in the right place for yourself has a huge knock-on effect to your children and your spouses and the, and the family members that you have around you um so yeah it's 
we're really enjoying it and we're loving every minute of it and um we're actually currently in a five-day challenge um sort of sprint right now so we're, we're getting sign-ups at the moment and we start on the 29th of march um so yeah if anybody wants to come then there's yeah so where can days. people find you how do we join up to the challenges um, so if you want to find us, we are on Facebook and Instagram underneath the Soul Sisters Coaching. And there are links in our bio in on Insta um, and Facebook. There's an event uh, actually scheduled on the Facebook um, main page. So you can go and find us there um, or you can drop us an inbox and we can send you a registration out. It's not a problem. Yeah, so I'll put all the email address and everything in the bio. So, you know, we end every podcast with the question. So if you had a pot of gold at the end of your rainbow, what would yours be filled with? Um, mine would be filled with the possibility of reaching like millions of mums for this and that this actually goes global and we help mums all over the world because I really feel that this is something that should be like in the NHS like to, to me it should be when you become a new mum or when you have your second child or you know you may not suffer the first time round, but actually yeah I think that that this for me it should be it should be accessible to every every single mum that's on the planet um and they should have the opportunity to know that they can work on their thoughts and their feelings in a way that is productive and not just well let's look at all your problems and yeah. live in that past which you know is obviously a counseling kind of um approach so yeah that that would what my pot of rainbow would be and, I, and then I travel the world as well. Oh, yeah. We're going <laughs> on holiday too right now. It's definitely what we needed. So thank yeah. you so much for coming. It's been an amazing conversation. Just to let the listeners know that next week we'll be speaking to Julie and she's from a charity called Pied Piper. And it's all about charity work and the art of giving. So thank you very much for listening. Take care, everyone. And I'll speak to you all soon. Bye bye.